are you and what are you doing here? Hi, everybody. Hello, what are we waiting for? This is fantastic. Hello, hello, hello. This will only hurt for 22 minutes. It's very early. I may have to hurt you. Call me in five minutes. This is something that is treatable. This is something that is fixable. Hey, this is not a test. Oh, my God, it's early. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. The chairman of the committees who I re- wrote these I respect, bills. I respect and all I of you. And I wish you would respect the knowledge that goes into getting uh, the, meeting the needs of the American people. But again, you've been on JAG defending the administration all this time with no knowledge of the difference between our two bills. And I thank you for giving me the opportunity to say that to you in person. All right, Madam Speaker, these are, these are incredibly difficult times right now. Uh, and we'll leave it on that note. Thank you so much yeah. for joining now, we'll us. We'll leave it on the vote that you are not right on this walk. And I hate to say that to uh, you. But I feel confident about it. And I feel confident about my colleagues. And I feel confidence in my chairs. And it's not about me. It's about millions of Americans who can't put food on the table, who can't pay the rent. And we represent them. And we represent them. Getting and by we represent these them. long food and lines that we're them. I know we you know are. them. I'm, I'm just we saying. We represent them and we know them. As we, we say. We know them. We represent them. Don't let yes. the perfect be the enemy of the good, as they say. It is nowhere near perfect. Madam Speaker. Always the case, but we're not even close to the good. All right. Let's see what happens because every day is critically, critically important. <laughs> Have you seen that video? It's like two kids. It's just amazing. I, I mean, Nancy Pelosi has to get the last word. Watch that old video. It's on YouTube. The uh, I mean, it's just it, it's it's nuts. It. I don't know how Nancy Pelosi. Somebody told me uh, the other day that California's been doing mail-in ballots for a while. It makes me wonder if that's the truth. Is that how Nancy Pelosi has been winning over and over and over again? Because, you know, honestly, <laughs> you'd have to be really, really, really out there to want Nancy Pelosi to represent you. I mean, I don't know. I It just, you watch that whole interview, and it's pretty obvious yeah, she just, it, it just, it, it's, 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 it's off the cliff. But I will say this, CNN, they, they finally did something positive. And, you know, that's the, uh, usually CNN is just, you know, right there with Pelosi, right there uh, with the Democrats. But here, Wolf Blitzer, well, he may get fired today. <laughs> I don't know, I should have I shouldn't be saying stuff like that. Don't get too political. Very Well, yeah, I do, too. We do get political because it's stupid. Everything that's happening right now in this country is 100% politics. You know, I've been watching, uh, kind of binging on the West Wing here lately. And, you know, the West Wing came on in 1999 think the last episode 2005 2006 or whatever but you know i'm sitting there watching that first four episodes i'm thinking holy smoke you know what happened to the democratic Party? i mean you know president bartlett on the west wing 
with uh, Sam and Josh and Donna and Abby and CJ and everybody. You watch that, and they're 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 the Democratic president. You watch that, and you compare it to the ideology of the Democrats today, and it's just it's two hundred miles apart. I mean, it's just, it's weird, you know. I, uh, the other day I was talking about the Nixon documentary or whatever it was I I watched and uh, somebody made a point, you know, back back at that time when uh, Nixon and Kennedy had their debate and Nixon was running for office for president and things like that. You know, there wasn't really a huge difference between Democrats and Republicans. I mean, it was what it was, right? But today, it's just night and day. Now, we're going to be talking about some uh, things today that, uh, yeah, it's politics, but uh, it... uh, well, we yeah we got to get into it because this is stupid. OIDA, let's get into OIDA for a minute. Broker transparency. Well, OIDA is just totally on the bandwagon again, and and I used to be a member of OIDA. You know, I I really do. You know, I don't have anything against OIDA, but it's from over twenty years of watching them. Not only watching, but being a member many many years ago. Uh, I see what they do. Whenever they want to do a membership drive, they generally come out and blame their members' problems on everybody else but their own members. And that's exactly what this broker transparency petition is. They're wanting brokers to, uh, or not brokers, but, well, yeah, they're wanting brokers to be transparent about everything. Well, by golly, why? Well, I'll tell you why. They feel like brokers are taking advantage of, well, owner-operators, basically. And it seems to be the only the small trucking companies that are lashing out uh, the uh, petition asked the FMCSA to require that brokers provide an electronic copy of each transa- transaction record automatically within 48 hours after the contractual service has been completed. In other words, they want the broker to tell the carrier what the shipper paid them for the load. That's, you know, right, wrong, and different. It's, it's just wrong. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just, you're trying to throw gas on the fire. Okay, let me, let me put it to you this way. If I've got a customer as a broker, and that customer, I've worked with that customer, I cultivated that customer, I found them, I built a relationship, I got it to a level that I could, I, I, I could, get pretty good rates from that customer. 
and I'm getting, let's say, $3 a mile. And the market, the market rates are $2 a mile. Why, why should I pay the truck $275 a mile? I'm in business to make money, just like the trucking company. See what I mean? Why should I do that? Now, here's the thing. The trucking company, they have the right to negotiate to get a better rate. Are they doing that? I'm really believing that a lot of this, and I've, I was reading some of the comments. I'm going to share them with you in a minute. A few of them, anyway, from the comments on this petition. But uh, from the comments I'm reading, it, it, it's pretty obvious that the people that are commenting really don't have an idea of how business works. I mean, the, I'm not knocking anybody. I'm just saying, you know, if you're going to be in the industry, it would be a pretty good idea. It would behoove you <laughs> to understand the business of that industry. You know, I've said this uh, all along. There, there are guys out there. They could back. They could throw their truck in reverse in New York City, back it all the way to Los Angeles, not miss a beat. But when it comes to the business side of the industry, clueless. Clueless. And if you read some of these comments, and I'm going to share some of them with you, you you'll see what I'm talking about. You know, for, first and foremost, the broker does not set the rate for a load. As far as that goes, the shipper doesn't set the rate for a load. You know who sets the rate for a load? Honestly? The truck. As long as there's a truck out there willing to haul a load for a buck a mile, the shipper has no reason to pay more. I've even had customers tell me, you know, shippers tell me when I was brokering full-time, why should I pay more? Why should I pay more? Why should I pay you $2 a mile when I've got a guy over here that'll do it for a dollar a mile? Back in... uh, 2007, 2008, during the Great Recession. <laughs> I call it depression because, man, it was lights out there for a while. But And I, and I say a while, it was a couple of years. But uh, when fuel prices went up to over $5 a gallon, a lot of you were around at that time. Some maybe not, but you can go back and check history. Yeah, fuel prices, diesel went up to over $5 a gallon. You could not get a shipper to increase their rates. The reason why? There were trucks out there hauling the freight for the old rate when the fuel was two fifty a gallon. Why should a shipper pay more as long as there's somebody out there? Yeah, stupid enough to haul it and lose money. A lot of these people that were hauling that freight back uh, 2007, 2008... I, I I had companies tell me, carriers tell me, and they were small trucking companies. They'd all tell me, you know, well, I've got a cash flow. No, you've got a negative cash flow. If you're hauling a load and you're losing 10 cents a mile, 
<laughs> you're, you, you know, yeah, you got more coming out than coming in. You've got a negative cash flow. Some people, they just had it in their head as well. As long as I've got a load, I'm making money. You know, I'm doing something. I'm working. Yeah, you're working. But if it's costing you more to work than sit, you're, you're going in the hole quicker. You're spending money that you already don't have. Uh, you, you get the idea. But that's what was happening. That's why something like what? Uh, what were two, uh, several thousand trucking companies went out of business the first half of 2008. I don't know. Look, what what these small carriers, and I, I because I don't see anything on here from any large trucking companies. Large trucking company, they know. Hey, it's business. You go out here. You get your customer, you cultivate that customer, you build a relationship, you give good customer service, you earn that business. It just, it just, it just, it just really loses me when I hear these small trucking companies, these owner operators, saying that the broker, just because should pay us more just just because seriously <laughs> I uh, here I go again uh, this is what happens when everybody gets a trophy everybody got a trophy now everybody thinks that everybody else should do their bidding for them no get get off your keisters find your own customers get your contracts put together get a contract with your own customer and make the money you think you ought to be making. And when you get out there and you start doing that, you're going to get another reality that it's not as easy as you think. Now, I know a lot of you saying, well, you know, I can't get my own customer. I don't have enough equipment. Then why are you trucking? If you don't have enough money to be able to get what you need to grow your business and be where you need to be to be able to be profitable, then the writing's on the wall. Bottom line. And I'm, hey, I you know, once a driver, always a driver. I was an owner-operator. Started out as a company driver. Uh, got my own truck. Uh, then moved up to where I bought a small fleet. When I bought a small fleet of trucks, that allowed me to get off the truck and start brokering. Because I had to have income coming in. Within a year after I started brokering, I got, I got rid of all my trucks. Didn't need the headache. Yeah, that's a story for a different day. But if if you are uh, <laughs> an owner-operator or an owner of a small fleet, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But neither here nor there. It is what it is. But uh, let, let's look at some of these comments, okay? It's open for public comment. You can go to the uh, FMCSA website. Is there a link here? I know there was I can click on, but is it a mile, mile long? Yeah, it's a mile long. Uh, just do uh, do a search for broker transparency or whatever. And you'll find a link where you can comment. But anyway, let's see. Here's one of the comments. This comment is from someone named Sandra. I'm not going to give last names, even though it's got the last names up here. 
Broker transparency is becoming a severe issue with disruptions in the food supply caused by this pandemic. That, that makes no sense. It's not a severe issue with disruptions in the food supply. No. The price gouging is ongoing. Posting yesterday was for 84 cents. Okay. I'm not going to say it. There couldn't have been, but you're saying 84 cents. I uh, I don't know what load boards you're using or where you're saying that. And Sandra puts nothing up here about the load, no information about the load, no details where it was picking up, where it was delivering, full load, partial load, whatever. Okay. That does make a big difference. You can't just throw up 84 cents. What? You know, I work for the load board, and I see loads every day. I have not seen any loads for 84 cents on the load board. I just haven't. But anyway, nobody should be required to pay someone to haul this freight. Nobody should be required to pay someone to haul the freight. Nobody should be required to pay. That I, I don't understand. This is resulting in so much carryover of spoilage to the to lines down waiting on ingredients. Spoilage to lines down waiting on ingredients. Uh, I just, uh, Sandra, I don't think you know what you're talking about, Darna. I really don't. Because if, if I, I, what you're saying here makes no sense. The, the terms in the contract waiving our rights need to stop. They sit there and, okay, the terms in the contract waiving our rights, meaning carriers, I guess, or, or, or whatever, uh, the trucking company working with the broker needs to stop. Okay, it, it, the way it stops, Sandra, is you don't sign the contract. Well, if I don't sign the contract, I can't get the load. Well, get another load from somebody else. Bottom line, if you got to use a broker and you don't like the terms, don't do it. That's, that's uh, how business works. They sit there and book freight and cancel when they find a cheaper truck. I'm not saying everybody does that, but I promise you this, that doesn't happen as much as you're, you're making it out to. Okay. Finding the truck to move a load, that's the hard part. That is the hard part about being a broker. You get a truck to move a load, you're going to hold on to that truck. <laughs> you know, you're not going to go out here and try to find somebody else to haul it for cheaper. You know, uh, so the $150 truck order not, okay, $150 truck order not used. Okay, <clears throat> that's better than nothing. You know, sometimes the loads fall through, Sandra. Loads, you know, I'm not saying every broker is, is above board. Obviously, they're not. But you're, you're trying to make a blanket statement here, and it just don't, it just don't, it just don't wash. Uh weeding out the legitimate brokers from dispatch service to legal loads continues to be an issue. Weeding out the legitimate brokers from, I, uh, again, what? Okay, really hot. Uh, now, okay, uh, let me go. Weeding out the legitimate brokers from dispatch service legal loads continues to be an issue, period. Really hot. Someone can explore contractual lack of transparency that is totally destroying our financial backbone by so many overseas corporation, period, without oversight capability. There is no culpability and accountability. <laughs> All right, not laughing at you, Sandra, but uh, 
it's pretty obvious just from reading your comment that you're trying to use a broker for all your loads. <laughs> you can't do that. You'll be out of business, and you're learning that. These people that are complaining, and I'll tell you, OIDA is the one throwing the fire or their gas on the fire. And generally, like I said earlier, the reason they do this, increase their membership, make their membership feel like they're doing something. And that's fine. I mean, you know, whatever. But anyway, okay, here's a, here's, a, here's another uh, comment. This one's from Sonny, I guess. I'm not going to use any last names. If everything, in, if everything in U.S. has transparency, then why only trucking left by I'm sorry. Okay, right there. If everything in U.S. has nothing in the U.S. has transparency, <laughs> I don't know where you get that at. We get cheated every day by brokers. No, you allow yourself to be cheated by brokers if you feel that way. If you're being cheated, it's because you're letting it happen, and you're letting it happen because you're saying yes to loads that you should, you know, you shouldn't be hauling. If you say no, the rates will go up. The brokers will have to pay more. Uh, if you feel that the brokers aren't giving, you know, give, if you think they're taking more than 20, 30, 40% off the load, which some might be doing, you know, just like I said earlier, if I've got a shipper paying me a lot of money, that doesn't mean I've got to pay the truck a lot of money. I'm the one that cultivated the relationship with that customer. I'm the one that uh, was able to get the rate up there. If you want that rate, get out there and set up your own customer. And I know that sounds pretty harsh, but that's business. That's business. You don't come into business, uh, you know, that, that's one of the things about brokering. When I'm working with new brokers, you know, that's one of the first things we're telling them, hey, don't don't romanticize the business. It, it's work. It's hard. It's not easy. And so many people do. They think, hey, I'm going to be able to work from home. Uh, I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to be able to do that. I'm not going to have to answer to the man. I'm going to be the, my own boss. And then the first thing they do is not do what they need to do. They don't make sales calls. If you don't make a sales call, you're not going to have a customer. If you don't get a customer, you're not going to have loads. You know, I even had a client tell me the other day that they won't call a broker about a load if the broker doesn't post the rate on the load board. Now think about that. Yeah, that broker don't have a rate posted. I'm not calling him. Look at there. That, that, that broker's paying $1,200 on that load. I'll call him, but I'm not going to call that other broker. Well, you know why the broker doesn't have the rate posted? First of all, do you think the broker's going to post the best rate they can pay on the load board? No. Understand that most load boards, or, well, I'm not going to say most, your, your reputable load boards are letting brokers see the loads and the reason they're doing that is so the broker can go over there and, and see a similar load see what that broker's paying and maybe pay five dollars more because the broker knows that the truck will take their load before they call the other guy it's that simple yeah i've had uh, I've, I've seen it happen where you know okay this load's paying five same load but this load's paying five dollars more from that broker the truck says i'm taking it from that broker all right, well, that's fine. That that's competition. That's 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 business. But the broker doesn't post their rate simply because it's a negotiation. It, it, it forces the trucking company to pick up the phone and call the broker to get the details about the load, and that's the way it's supposed to work. 
It's not supposed to be a catalog of loads. And, oh, looky here, I think I will take this load. No, I like that load. No, it's business. Pick up the phone and call the broker and negotiate a rate. Pick up the phone, call a company, and work out a deal where you're hauling freight direct for that company. You know, I've worked with trucking companies over the years. And, yes, there are shippers out there that are going to require you to have five trucks, five trailers, ten trucks, whatever. That's fine. But there are tons of shippers out there, customers out there, just waiting for you to pick up the phone and call them. And they will deal direct with you if you only have one truck. Okay, now you're going to come back. Who are they? Who are they, Mike? Who are they? That, that's your job. Pick up the phone and find them. Find them. But anyway. Actually, every service has a fees. You pay the fees or commission and you get your stuff done. Brokers charge rate to a customer to move their load. But they don't give us that money. You're, you're right. You're right, Sonny. <laughs> they supposed to charge us 5 to 10%. Now, where did you get that idea? Oh, it goes on. They're supposed to charge us 5 to 10% or whatever the rate we agree. And we should get out money straight. Okay, whatever. Uh, or what? Okay, <laughs> listen to yourself. They're supposed to charge us 5 to 10%. Or whatever the rate we uh, rate, whatever the rate we agree. Exactly, Sonny. Whatever the rate you agree. So if you're agreeing to loads that you don't believe you're making enough money, just say no. <laughs> Says they hide everything and put all the money in their pockets. No, we're putting the net in our pocket. The net of the load is the difference between what the shipper paid you to move it or what the shipper paid us to move it and uh, the the, the uh, rate you agreed to move it for. We can't make you take the load. A broker cannot make you take a load. This is just amazing to me. And the thing is, people at the FMCSA, they're reading these comments, and I know these are educated people looking at this stuff. And they're thinking, holy smoke. There's a lot of people out there have their own trucking company that really, really don't understand business. Ernie, the, uh, the Petition Owner Operators Independent Driver Association is proposing is spot on. The law has been on the books, and the brokers have figured out a way to keep the truck operators seeing how fairly they are being treated. Nah. Should be required the information is available, not stipulated, and not be stipulated when one signs for a load to take that right away. The example I have actually happened to me. The shipper was paying 85 cents per bushel on a load of salvage corn. <laughs> right? That's a bulk rate load. I called a broker I listed the same load but was offering 50 cents per bushel. The broker was going to take 40% off the top. If I had not seen the shipper's rate, I would have not known how much the broker was taking. In my world, if the broker is taking more than 10% of the gross, it's too much in most circumstances. Also, 100% of the fuel surcharge should go to the truck. Thanks for letting me comment. Well, you're welcome, Ernie. But uh, So you got ideals that really, uh, some are there, some are really way off base. First of all, you don't understand business, the, the business side of the broker business industry. You just don't get it. 
And it's obvious you don't because of what you're spouting. Okay, first of all, this bulk rate load. Yeah, 50 cents a bushel. Hey, if there's somebody out there that wants it, understand. Okay, first of all, Ernest, understand that a broker is not here to be your personal dispatcher. We don't work for your company as a dispatcher. A broker, a broker is the most misused service in the transportation industry. Bottom line. A broker is here to provide you a service that will allow you to get a load to reposition your truck to a destination that you need your truck to be. Now, the customer is paying 85 cents per bushel. Okay, that's fine. That's what the customer is paying. The broker's offering 50 cents per bushel. He starts low and will probably negotiate up. Okay, granted. Now, this is a bulk rate load. Now, you know this, and you called you, uh, the shipper. Why, why would you even call the broker? You know, you, why? If you know that you can get the low for 85 cents per bushel, why are you even calling the broker? You just, you know, yeah. all right. <laughs> Let me put it to you this way. You've... You've got you've got a, a customer that's paying you let's say fifty cents a bushel. We'll just say this, okay? Just stay with me here. Customer's paying you fifty cents per bushel. No, let's let better yet, let's use your eighty-five cents per bushel. Okay, that customer's paying eighty-five cents per bushel. Okay, you find another customer down the road. And they're paying $1.25 per bushel. What are you going to do, Ernie? You're going to tell that customer, hey, no, 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 that's that's too much. You can pay me $0.85 cents per bushel. You should be, no, I'm not, I, can't, I can't let you pay me that much. <laughs> this thinking just drives me nuts. 100% of the fuel surcharge should go to the truck. Well... Understand that the fuel surcharge is something negotiated between the trucking company and the customer. <laughs> Not the trucking company and the broker. It just uh, th This is what I'm saying. It's over and over and over. Every one of these comments I'm looking over here, it's so obvious that uh, these people just... They know how to drive a truck. They know how to make their truck payment. They know how to make their insurance payment. Uh, you know, they, they've got all this, they, they understand logbooks, but the business side of the industry is lacking. I'm not calling them stupid, I'm just saying it's lacking. Oh, okay, here's one. I'm an owner-operator operating in California. I wanted to comment regarding broker transparency. As of right now, brokers taking more than they're supposed to and paying less to truckers. What? No, the broker doesn't take more than they're supposed to. There, that's the bottom line. The broker does not take more than they're supposed to. You're accepting what the broker's paying. And as such, you feel like you're being cheated. No, you are cheating yourself because you're agreeing to money that you don't believe, uh, that you believe should be more. Again, say no. There should be a way uh, that the broker should mention the price of the loaf from the shipper. Why? Why? Okay, like, I'm going into Walmart. Uh, I'm looking at the, uh, I don't know what I, you know, whatever I'm looking at. 
okay, this is their price. I'm right next to their price. It says, and we paid this much for that product. Are you nuts? <laughs> okay, I got to buy a new car. I see the sticker price, and right next to that, it says, and we paid this much to buy this car so we could sell it to you. Are you serious? Uh, you know, one thing about any trucking company, and most trucking companies will be able to tell you this, they're operating their business properly. But I sure would like to know, these people that are commenting on this stuff here, that, you know, from these comments, and these are not made up. These are real comments uh, on this petition. But how many of these people that are commenting, I wonder if you ask them flat out, hey, what's your cost per mile? I wonder how many could tell you. And I'll bet you probably the majority of them would have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, they may figure up fuel price and what they want to get paid. But when it comes right down to it, price tax, including insurance, wear and tear, maintenance, tires, everything else that goes cost per mile, a lot of them couldn't tell you. And that's sad. And that's, you know, this is what I'm saying, Oida, if you're listening, you want to do something, quit complaining, get out there and teach your membership how to do this stuff. But see, that's where you're probably making your money because there's more money to complain about it than there is to fix it. You should be fixing it, not complaining about it. Let's see. They charge through the roof for freight and want us to haul it off for cheap and break even. No, we brokers are offering it to you. It's up to you if you say yes or no. As an owner-operator, how... When you have to pay for trucks, insurance, permit, fuel, repairs, and even hotels, and all sorts of other crap slash equipment, you can't make it all in with these rates they give us. Okay, here's the deal. Again, it keeps on going back to the same thing. It, over and over again, what I'm seeing here are trucking companies or small outfits that are trying to use a broker for all of their loads. They're trying to use a broker as a dispatcher. You're already out of, if you're already doing that, you're already out of business. Bottom line, you're out of business already. Yeah, we could go on and on and on. I mean, it just goes on. And it's just ridiculous. At least it's letting some of these people get their frustration out. I get that. And if you're an owner-operator, and maybe I've stepped on your toes... Don't let it be something you're going to get angry about. Understand, you you know, uh, use this to get angry so you learn the business. You understand you've got to get out there and get your own customers. Trying to use a broker for 100% of your loads is never, ever going to work. You're just not going to be happy doing that. You'll never make money doing that. Anyway, go have a have a good Wednesday unless you've made other plans see you later